0: Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that short is good. In many cases, aiming to make things more compact will, in fact, make them better and make everyone happier, too. I spent some early years of my career writing frequently for publications that were known for their brevity. I wrote op-eds for USA Today, and I wrote tiny, bite-sized features for Reader's Digest, a publication whose founding purpose was to make things shorter. For both publications, I was always trying to figure out how to say things in fewer words. Yes, sometimes some nuance was lost. But other times, a concept was honed down to its essence, or an argument made stronger. When you think about the shortest way to make your point, you consider every word. Some turn out to be needless, so best to omit them. It's a lesson I've taken with me since. One reason this podcast is so short. If I can share a tip in a few minutes, why not do so? It's also a lesson I think is helpful for other situations. For instance, if you are planning a ceremony, how can you accomplish the ceremony's goal without losing people's goodwill? During the pandemic, my church began doing outdoor family services that were over in about 25 minutes versus an hour for regular church. I have to say, I like the concept. And my kids were much better behaved and involved. Graduations, likewise, can seem interminable. We need to have pity on people sitting out in broiling robes in the hot sun. When I have given commencement speeches, I have made a point of being brief. In general, brief speeches force the speaker to figure out the most important message. And that is a good thing. Witness the popularity of TED Talks. They wouldn't be nearly as popular if they were an hour long. But 12 to 18 minutes? That is an idea worth sharing. Long time before breakfast, listeners know that I am a big fan of shorter meetings. I like to ask people for 20 minutes on the phone. Most calendar programs make it hard to block for anything other than 30 minutes or 60 minutes. So if you ask for 20 and the meeting runs over, we're probably okay. The space is most likely there. But the shorter time frame forces us to get to the point. People can always use the extra minutes for something else. Now, I know that for some things in this world, length is part of the appeal. I am reading War and Peace this year, all 1,455 pages of it, And that epic scope would be hard to pull off in a shorter work. That said, Tolstoy made his chapters, all 360-some of them, short. Their short length makes them feel doable and makes this work approachable in a way that 80-page chapters inside a 1,400-page book just wouldn't. Also, most of us aren't Tolstoy. If you are writing a white paper, write a draft, and then see if you can cut 20% of it. Most likely, you can, and it will be better as a result. If you are hosting a meeting, see if you can aim for a shorter time frame, 45 minutes instead of an hour, 20 minutes instead of 30. Even social gatherings can be better when brief. I attended a lovely virtual toast for someone recently. The planners knew that the guest of honor was on a tight schedule. We were in and out in 45 minutes. It was great. I'm not sure quite how we will be able to replicate that sort of brevity with in-person socializing, but in many cases, it would be wise. Kid birthday parties tend to go off the rails after 90 minutes. Honestly, most happy hours do too. So today, as you are thinking about any upcoming gatherings or any content you might be producing, think about whether you could make them shorter. Consider whether shorter would be better. Maybe not, but often the answer turns out to be yes. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most this product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease.